Hey there, and welcome to the Two Mom Life Podcast, a show for moms like us balancing it all and ready to live an inspired and full life. Everybody, welcome. I'm your host, Jody Fried, mom of four, Jewish community professional, and mother's empowerment coach. Motherhood is a journey, and on this podcast, inspired by Jewish thought, you will learn from other moms, receive practical advice, and loads of inspiration. Motherhood is messy and certainly not perfect. So here is to mom life, to finding your way, to finding perfect moments. Here is to you. When I think back to having my first child, my second, there was so much I didn't know. Like I hadn't heard of my inner child. And aside from that, I was so let down when my eldest stopped nursing at six months. It tore me apart and I felt that bonding was over. That's why I'm so excited to let you know about Heart from the Start, led by LCSW, Bracha Daum, and lactation consultant, Razi Jank-Levitt, and their new workshops. Heart from the Start is calling all mothers to join them to learn to nurture your inner child, helping you become the mother you want to be. In these workshops, you'll discover how trust and safety at the newborn stage are so important in your baby's development and learn how the privilege of feeding your baby can be a satisfying experience for all. Be empowered to lay the foundation that'll ensure your child's success as she grows. There'll be seven live sessions, time for Q&A, but don't delay, ladies. The workshops start on Monday, January 17th. If you're a mom, this is for you. Sign up today for a special price at heartfromthestartparenting at gmail.com or by phone at 518-512-9686. Ladies, the more you can do to set yourself up for success from the beginning or from whenever, the better. Go learn about these workshops and please enjoy this episode. My name is Orly Wab. I'm the founder of Abraham's Legacy, and I'm so excited to see you here again. And we have an amazing, fantastic speaker in store for you tonight. You may have met her already uh, because she hosted one of our evenings, Jody Freed. Jody's a mom of four. That in itself is already a huge accomplishment, okay? She's an empowerment coach for women, Jewish community professional, and she runs the Two Mom Life podcast, where she's committed to helping moms juggle the messy, difficult, and wonderful journey of motherhood. Jody also focuses her work on fostering love and connection within the Jewish community. She was born in South Africa. Jody immigrated to the States as a child, a move which profoundly impacted her perspective on Jewish life and influencers of community work today, and ultimately took Jody into the Jewish professional world as an adult. Jody's hobbies include skiing, hiking, baking, making jewelry, and snuggling with the kids under a blanket to read on the couch. I love that. And the topic tonight is Tehillim to protect our children. And tonight's class, and I'll be placing the names, tonight's class and also the reading is Lilui Nishmat, my grandfather, Avraham ben Polin, Barel Achia Hadera Benitza, Daniel Ben Fegachaya, Meir Ben Mazal, as well as uh, Jody's cousin, who she mentioned their name is, his name is Ronen Ben Sasson Eliezer. There are other names that we're going to be adding to the list that you'll be able to read over here, and I'll be pasting them here. Without further ado, I give you Jody Fried. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you. Let's start with a simple, simple question. What does it mean to protect our children? What are we protecting our children from? Type in in the chat, if you don't mind, the first thing that came to your mind, what does it mean to protect our children? There's no wrong answers. 
what are we protecting them from? If you want, you can also think about the question, how do we protect our children? Anything goes. Last year, my beautiful cousin, Idan Ronen Ben Sasson Eliezer, died. He died in a tragic accident. And as I sat down to think about this talk, every single time I sat down to think about it or to learn for it, he came to mind along with my amazing and beautiful aunt and uncle every single time. Why? Because they did everything they could to protect their little boy. Because we as parents do everything in our power to protect our children because it was a rude awakening of the hard truth that we can't always do everything. And sometimes we actually can't do anything to protect our children in the way that we perceive protection to be. So let's look at some of the answers. I'm not gonna get to all of them, but thank you for everyone who's putting in comments. We wanna shield them. We wanna protect them from predators, from their Yetzirah, from physical and emotional damage. We want to protect them from damaging influences. We want them to stay healthy. That's right. These are all true. And even just the other day, it was our daughter's birthday, and she received her first hoverboard. It's like a skateboard with wheels, and it's electronic. And so we told her how to use it. She's seven. And we gave her her helmet. And when she gave us pushback, we insisted that she wear that helmet. <laughs> Why? Because we're doing what we can to protect our daughter. But Tehillim teaches us that protecting our children is so much deeper, that there's so much to pull out, to dig in and to learn about protecting our children. And that there's an incredible spiritual dimension, a spiritual aspect to protecting our children. So today together, we're going to scratch the surface and we're going to look at four pillars from Tehillim four pillars of protecting our children from Tehillim and from David HaMelech. So in Parak Chet, in chapter eight, if you have a Tehillim, you can follow along. If not, no worries at all. In chapter eight, in Pasuk Gimel, the third Pasuk, it says, Mipi Ololin bin Kim Yesadeta Oz. So this is translated as from the mouths of babies and nursing infants, you have established your strength. So here, David HaMelech, is pointing out to Hashem, he's commenting on the wonder, the miracle of babies. Now, there are two things, and it's it's actually a little bit fitting that sometimes we refer to this parak when we have a crying baby, right? But there are two things that I want to point out in this pasa. The first is the miracle of infants and the miracle of babies themselves, which are just a, an indication of Hashem's absolutely wondrous world. So when you think about it, I mean, the birth of a baby is a thing in itself, but when a baby is born, naturally, if given the opportunity, it will position itself and start to suckle on its mother, right? It'll start to feed. I mean, isn't it amazing? And the mother's body naturally out of nowhere just produces everything that it needs to keep the baby alive, to give this baby, this new being, what it needs. The second thing that I want to point out about this Pasuk is that even babies have a sense of Hashem's hand in the world, of Hashem's magnificence and of Hashem's miracles. 
So in this para, David continues on talking about Hashem's world and all of these amazing things about it. And then he transitions. In Pasuk 5, he writes, Ma anosh ki tizkarenu uven adam ki tifkidenu. What is man that you should remember him and the son of man that you should be mindful of him? So here he's talking about us. Take a minute, just take your hand and put it on your heart for one minute, one second. Do you feel something? Do you feel something beating in there? Right, that's your heart. And that's beating because you're meant to be here, right? Hashem put you here for a reason, just like he put our children and he will, our grandchildren, and he put our grandparents before us. It's a miracle. And through the rest of this parah, David highlights the wonder of man and that we people, we get to make choices. We get to make decisions. We get to have experiences. We get to break barriers. We get to cross the sea. We can even travel in ship, right? It's amazing. And then he ends the parah with this line. How mighty is your name? So what's he doing here? Here he zooms out. He brings us back to recognize this wonder of Hashem, reminding us not to negate Hashem, but to view his world and his mastery with gratitude always. And this takes me back to a story, a time in my life that I hope to never forget because it gave me a more nuanced perspective. When I was at university, I was at college in Eugene, Oregon, and I was a senior and I was giving a ride home to a freshman. So she was a soft-spoken, she is still a soft-spoken girl. And as she stepped into my car that afternoon, she expressed to me her gratitude about being there and like being here, in this moment and going home and being in my car. <laughs> it was just, it was so eye-opening. And here David Hamelach is sharing with us this powerful tool, this pillar that we can take with us to help us protect our children. And that is gratitude. That is gratitude. So that's the first pillar, this lesson of as parents to pass on gratitude to internalize the miracle of the baby suckling onto our children. In the next para, para nine, there's a very different tone. And I'll read to you the first little bit of it. So this is translated a number of different ways, but one midrash translates it as the following. To the conductor that was sung on the death of a son, a song. This is jarring. To me, anyway, it's like, whoa, the death of the son, that's a really big deal. And so to me, it really felt, it feels like there's a bigger message in this parak that we are called to investigate, to look into. So in this midrash, we learn that the death of this son was David's first son with Bathsheba who died as an infant and David was absolutely distraught when the baby was floundering between life and death. He was absolutely could not be consoled. And once that son moved on into the next world, he comes down and he thanked Hashem. He just started thanking Hashem. He was no longer inconsolable. So in this parak, David continues to thank Hashem 
and he talks about battles and he talks about enemies and he ends with the following. He ends with this line. Shita Hashem mora lahem goyim enosh hema sela. Right? So he's talking about Hashem placed your mastery over them that people should know they are frail men. Sela. Now again, this word, the phrase Sela in Tehillim is often and also is something that draws our attention to a particular phrase, to a line or to an idea. So here, David is pointing out the mortality of man, the mortality of his enemies, right? The, the mortality of these nations. And there's a lesson that we can take from that because if you dig a little deeper, it also highlights that we, as the Jewish people, we're, we're one Jewish nation and we have a gift that is immortal. We have a gift that stands the test of time. When we die, we don't just die. Our spiritual being, our spiritual connection lives on and is passed on from generation to generation to generation. And it gives us that spiritual connection. It gives us an immense strength. Not everybody has that gift. And so this brings me to pillar two. So the second pillar in protecting our children is the strength spiritually. So this is from Perak 9. So it highlights the strength that we have as a Jewish nation that we get to pass on to our children. Now, we learn even more about protection and protecting our children from the story of David HaMelech himself. You know the story of David Hamelech. He was on the surface destined to fail from day one. His father thought he was born from an illegitimate relationship. And so he was cast aside. He was set aside from his brothers. He was given the most lowly job of being a shepherd as a child, something that was definitely you know, no one aspired to be a shepherd. <laughs> and he was made fun of time and time again. Even after being anointed as a king, David's trials did not stop. They kept on. And yet time and time again, we see in Tehillim, David poured his heart, he poured his soul out to Hashem. He knew Hashem was listening. His love for Hashem was unconditional just as Hashem's love for him was unconditional. And David knew that Hashem would protect him from the trials. He would protect David from whatever would come. And he knew that everything that he was experiencing is for a reason. And it takes something really special to recognize that, to be able to internalize that no matter what. And so as parents, we get to take this from David Hamalek. We get to adopt this attitude and do our best to pass this on, this unconditional love, an unconditional love, of course, for our children, but also an unconditional love for Hashem. And we get to internalize this and pass this on. And so that love, that unconditional love is the third pillar. So we have the first pillar is gratitude. The second pillar in protecting our children is that ability to dig inwards and access that spiritual dimension that we have and to pass that on. And the third pillar is unconditional love. There's one more pillar that I want to talk about, which we learn from Nitzavet. Nitzavet was King David's mother. And she, of course, knew that David was not born from an illegitimate relationship she stood behind David 
from day one in the womb and from the minute he was born. And what she did was every day when David was a baby, she would say to him in his crib, you are pure, my son, holy from the moment you were born. Don't despair because of the suffering that you will experience. Accept it with love. Accept it with trust in Hashem. There is a reason, and you will not be eternally humiliated. And lo and behold, we see that, of course, David is he's one of those people that we just look up to, right, in our history. So we learn an important lesson from Nitzavet here. And it reminds me of something that a coworker once told me, a coworker from Texas, when I was living in Bozeman, Montana, working on a caramel factory, and I had just given birth to our first daughter. She said, Jody, when your child, when your children want you to rock them to sleep at night, do it. Even if they're in high school, even if they're in college, go and sing to them and rock them to sleep because the time goes by in a flash. And now when, I, when I'm tired and I'm dragging at night and on those nights where I don't feel like going and singing Hamalach Hagol with my nine-year-old, right? I think to myself of June, her name was June. I think to myself of June and what she told me. And it's given a lot of meaning. And now it's, it's amazing to see that Nitzavet kind of had that outlook. But what did she do through the words that she told to David in his crib? She was building him up. She was building up his confidence. She was building up his character from the beginning because ladies, our words matter. And this is the fourth pillar. Our words matter. What we say make a difference. We can't always protect our children from every physical eventuality, right? We can't anticipate every hurt, but we can build our children up. We can give them the tools so that they can be strong, that they can face the pain, the bullies, those unhealthy influences with the tools to pull through. And this we take from Tehillim as well. Tehillim are so powerful, right? Tehillim have a power to transform, to comfort, to bring light into the world. And even by uttering the words of Tehillim, it doesn't only benefit us and our children, it benefits the whole world. It benefits the Jewish people on a much broader scale because ladies, we're all connected. So with that, I want to give you all a blessing that we should do everything in our power to protect our children, but really by internalizing these four pillars of gratitude, unconditional love, spiritual connection, and our words. Thank you, Orly. Thank you, Naomi. Thank you, Hashem. And thank you all for being here today. Thank you so much, Jody. And guys, don't go anywhere. We're going to do a Tehillim read together, but I just, I have to say something. I don't yet have the privilege of having children yet. I'm not, I'm not yet married. Hashem, Hashem is, he's planting the seeds. I know he's got it covered. But hearing what you said, these four pillars came into my mind. I honestly have, I have tears in my eyes because I'm thinking about my mom and my dad, my dad, even more specifically, my, my, both my mom, I'm very close with my parents, but my father, you know, ever since I was a little kid, these, these four things, honestly, this is something that he practiced with me every night when he would come into my bed and he would, you know, he would say Shema with me and he practiced gratitude and connection to spirituality and unconditional love and his words. And I realized so much of, of who I am today and the, the emunah that I have and the fact that I, you know, he encouraged me to have that conversation with Hashem every night. I loved my conversation. I still love my conversations with Hashem every single night. 
is so much of that, the passion that I have for wanting to bring Mashiach, I mean, so much of that came from when I was a little, little, little kid. I mean, I, I remember my earliest memories are from my, when I was four years old. And so even though I'm not a parent yet, I am always a child. And so I, what you said really, really touched my heart and just a very, very big hug to all of the mothers out here because the power that you have what you're able to bring into the world, inspiring and empowering your children is the greatest thing in the world that you can do. I can't wait for Hashem to grant me that capacity and that capability to do the same, but I just wanted to share that. I, and I want to thank you. And I know that on behalf of all of us, our heart goes out to you for the loss of your cousin, Ronen and Bezrat Hashem, through the Tehillim that we're going to do right now, through the app that he, his neshama should have an aliyah. Thank you for tuning in to the Two Mom Life podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please remember to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to learn more about me and my work helping moms feel filled up and in balance, or helping moms integrate family adventures, big and small, into mom life, or to explore how we can work together, visit my website, loveadventuremom.com, or find me on Facebook and Instagram at the handle loveadventuremom. Till next time, l'chaim to life.